A disclaimer, dear listeners, during this episode, you will notice that we experienced certain technical difficulties. However, we really wanted to release this episode. So please, pardon our dust, sit back, and enjoy. Can you hear him? I don't know, I'm getting a lot of weird static. He said he's trying his luck at Plymouth? That can't be right. Oh, he's stuck in the Hellmouth. That explains it. Uh, hold on, I gotta think of something really cool and witty Uh-oh. to say. That's it, right there. Yep, welcome to the <laughs> Hangar Lounge. I was trying to think of something cool. We're in 2018, so I was like, it's the future, and we found the Traveler. But guess what, y'all? Hmm. I can't think of nothing. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to our anticlimactic introduction um, for the newest Hangar Lounge. Thank you so much for your patience and your waiting. I appreciate it. I'm Kelly, your warlock. Mm, Eric. Uh, Hunter. <laughs> and I'm Maria. The third one. Other Hunter. Not I... <laughs> Whoa. 2018. 2018. <laughs> Other Hunter 2018. <laughs> All right. There it is. Hey, like I said before, thanks so much for being patient with us over the holiday. We hope that your dawning and affiliated holidays were wonderful and great and perfect and amazing, just like you. Hey. Just like you guys, too. <laughs> How to accept compliments from the Hangar Lounge. Goo. <laughs> Goo. <laughs> That's exactly how you do it. Someone cute walks up to you, compliments you, you go, okay. Anyway, let's talk. (laughs) Let's talk. Let's talk dawning first, since, you know, let's keep it holiday related at the beginning, I guess. After the holidays are over. After the holidays are over, but let's pretend, okay? After the holidays, I got my Destiny sweater. My Destiny Christmas sweater. Yeah. So even though it wasn't the holidays, I still wore it to work and was like, happy holidays, everybody, because this came in after the holidays. I I got to live this. I would still wear that regardless of what season it is, because it looks like a pretty comfy sweater. Plus, like the first time I saw it um, when you sent a Snapchat. It took me a while. I was like, why does she have a sweater with a big white ball on it? Oh, it's <gasps> it's our friend, the round boy. I guess I didn't recognize them because they're not like shattered. Yeah, but this it's okay. features this features a younger round boy <laughs> Um, before he less awake got shredded. Yeah, <laughs> before he got shredded. Okay. But how was the donning and getting Christmas gifts, donning gifts for all of the the people everywhere? Um, I quote unquote cheated and gave Bungie my money because I wanted Whoa. I wanted one thing and one thing only, and it was that really cool ceremonial looking hood 
that has like the horns on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, that's the only thing I wanted. So then I was just like, here's my money, Bungie. I'm just going to buy as many boxes as I can. So then my last, my very last engram, it was the hood. And I was just like, <gasps> thank you. But then other than Thanks. that, it was like really cute getting stuff for every almost every npc almost any of them how about you eric what about me (laughs) whoa how was your donning it was good it was was the first event of the new dlc Mm -hmm. which can i can i say a thing about the donning yeah how is our guardian like the most thoughtful and caring and also the biggest asshole at the same time. I don't know. Because, like, on one hand, you could get Banshee 44, like, a bullet casing that, like, plays back memories or something crazy. And then you fucking get Asher Mir (laughs) a single sweater sleeve. And that's really so mean. Where do you get the plans to make these? Because we went to the same bundle of gifts and we picked something up, and it could be that we were just fulfilling someone else's gift to that person. Maybe it was all like Cora. I, mean, like I know who. Her, so. I feel like it was all Ava Levante. Ava Levante just hidden underneath the pile. And you just need to do. <laughs> yeah. You need Ava, to do enough Ava Levante. To uncover her, and we didn't do enough. Ava Levante would not give Ashramir a single sweater sleeve. I she's too like, kind and nice and uh, wonderful. I feel like she's like, listen, you fucks, you've wrecked my tower. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you didn't remember to give me a new space in the new tower. You're all getting shitty gifts. I, think I mean, Ava Levante's revenge is yeah. the next DLC. I think she was listening in on the, the like, <clears throat> audio logs and stuff like that. And she was like, this Ashramir yeah. fella bit rude. She's a bit of a rude dude, that is, and that's yeah. the only impression she got, because she doesn't go off well at the moment. <laughs> at the moment. Or maybe she is. Maybe she's the nine. Maybe she is the nine. Ooh. Uh, can you believe that the nine have been in our tower this entire time? Not as Sir popping up occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> she's it's Ava Levante. She's the nine. Yeah. She's all, all nine. nine I can't yeah. wait until we, the day we actually play Trials and make it to whatever version of the lighthouse is, right? We're going to totally do it one day. And then instead of whatever cutscene it is, it's just a giant Ava Levante. That's basically mm-hmm. what it is, except yeah. it's not Ava Levante. It's just uh, the, the floaty, just floaty lady, lady whose name I don't remember because I don't. Emissary, I don't play enough trials. We play to... all the time. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm like, like super MLG. Like, and stopped. Yeah. I still have like four <laughs> tokens from that one win that we got. Oh my god, that's incredible. Oh, you cherish those because we're never gonna get any more ever no. again. I know our. I know our clan wants to jump in every now and then. There's people in our clan that would want to jump in, but it's just something that you have to m- mentally prepare yourself to do. Yeah, it's true. It's like, do I want my morale to be crushed on this fine weekend? 
and then you make that choice. Yeah. So, okay, guys, listen. <laughs> we kind of, we did an episode, we dark backstory, we did an episode on the DLC, but it's kind of outdated now, so this is the episode that's coming out instead. Hey. Maybe someday we'll release that dark episode we'll as, like, a dark, bonus. Yeah, we'll release the dark episode, but, like, without this fun news bit. It's just gonna go straight into it. Um... <laughs> but let's talk about the DLC, I guess. Let's do like a, a quick a quick little little summary of what we thought of the DLC since you know, in this year of 2018, many people have already kind of given their opinions on the DLC. Oof. So we're just gonna be adding to the, we've got, the pile. We've got some things to say. And I mean like it's we've had some time to ruminate and play. We've played through all of the stuff. Uh MFG, I don't think you've Finish the the raid lair, but you've gotten to the final boss, right? We were there. Yeah, I've gotten to the final boss, that. and I I'm yeah, I'm satisfied with getting there. Okay. Like, I'd like to finish it, but I'm not this like, is, oh my god, I need to finish. It. Every I'm satisfied piece of, of the new stuff that we know of at the current moment. Probably every piece of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got a decent look at things uh, in the time that we've had to play with it. So. I don't know. What's everybody's favorite part? What do you like about it? What what didn't work for you? Uh, how much did you enjoy Osiris' bald head? Alright, so if I could just give a quick bald head yeah. rating. Yeah. Um, yo, it surprised me. It shocked me. <laughs> I didn't know what was under there, but I wasn't expecting a bald head, so I would give it... Um, a shocked face out of Good 10. One. Good one. Um, for me, in particular, the game was super immersive because Panoptes shut down my PlayStation <laughs> 4 and then I had to go to Best Buy and buy a new one because he he hacked... Panoptes hacked my PlayStation 4. It's possible. It was the day of release, and, too. You were playing. Yeah. You were on the yeah. last mission. We were on the last mission. We were like, we're going to go get Panoptes. Yep. And then my screen went black and Ooh. I got the blue line of death. And so I had to get a new PlayStation 4 and I had to get the man at Best Buy to fish out my disc that was still stuck in the dead PlayStation 4. So for me, I'd say it was a pretty immersive experience <laughs> considering Panoptes hacked into my PlayStation right. 4. There you go. I have a lot of the same opinions as other people where the story was was fairly short and I wish the social space was bigger. But overall, I thought the story was really interesting and I really like what they did with Brother Vance where they kind of expanded on his character mm-hmm. a little bit. I love Osiris's little echoey friends. Mm-hmm. His gold boys. Um, his entourage, yeah, his, his gold boys, his entourage. I'd like to think that somewhere in the infant forest, they have a beautiful dining table where they all meet. Oh, uh, kind of like the Alice in Wonderland, yeah. you know, and they just all have tea together and they're like, in this simulation, I saw this thing happened. And then the other one's like, impossible in this simulation. I saw the opposite. Oh my God. And then Osiris is like, calm down guys. It's all, it's all simulation. <laughs> Um, and Sagira was really wonderful too. Mm-hmm. Was she? Yes. Was she? Even mm-hmm. though she, she hacked, she hacked my ghost. 
and that was um, unsettling. And there was like, I think we can all agree there was like a, a stages of grief, right? Yeah. Because like first when she enters, <laughs> you're like, oh my God, no, where's my ghost? I want my ghost. And then like halfway through, you're like, I kind of want my ghost. And then like at the end, Panopti's like takes her and you're like, I miss Sakura. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, though, when your ghost comes back and they're so salty, they are the they saltiest are. little ghost for being hijacked. And I'm just I like, I didn't do it. Exactly. I'm just like, I didn't. It wasn't my choice. I'm sorry. I tried. <laughs> the game led me in this narrative direction. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. Nolan North. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Overall, I thought it was a really positive experience. I wish there was more. Yeah. Um, I love the new masterwork changes that they did. That wasn't part of the original DLC, but I consider it part of, you know, that season. Right. Um, I'm looking find... forward to more changes, too. Yeah. I finally, I'm one of those people that got cursed with, like, the lowest drop rate ever for masterworks. Like, I don't i just don't get them i don't know how people get them but i finally managed to get enough to dismantle to dismantle the quantity you need to like shove it in another yeah. gun yeah so i put it in my origin story because i love auto rifles that was the and i'm just like i got that i used yo i got a masterwork I love my mananin. Hold on to any cores I get for the masterwork change that's coming at the end of the month. Plan to come out. Any other thoughts on Curse of Osiris before we we get uh, into it? I think it had a lot of potential. Unfortunately, I don't think it led up to what it could have been. Unfortunately, for sure, that was a lot of my feeling going through this. The, the infinite forest yeah. should have been a bigger part of it. Uh, for something so infinite it was unfortunately rather small. Um, mm -hmm. And there, yeah, it's, I enjoyed it. I played through as much as I probably could. We did the first faction rally. I got all the ornaments. I've gotten pretty much every weapon, all the armor pieces for my classes. Uh, for donning, I was really happy with what I did. I got pretty much every gift for everything. I've got bunches of ghosts and chips and sparrows and all that stuff uh so oh, hell yeah that's what you get tablets uh and got some cool guns out of that some interesting story tidbits regarding certain characters uh mm -hmm. and it it just left me with wanting more like i do thoroughly enjoy my time with it however i look at what i saw and i'm like it could just be so much better and I agree. It, I can't say that badly. I can't say that like a negative experience. It's just me knowing from what we went from uh, that this could be much more and hopefully will become much more. Uh, Bungie has been yeah. very vocal in a lot of ways. Uh, maybe in their own way. I'll admit that they, you know, they tend to be like, well, stay tuned and we'll see what's coming next. But they still deliver. They could deliver like long lists of interesting things and valuable inputs and directions that they're headed 
and their intentions going forward. And I still remain trusting of them. Uh, so I hope to see what improvements they can put into it. Where it is now, I enjoyed my time. I felt it was worth the cost, which was like $20 or so. And it was, you know, that raid there is super fun. That's the raid there is so good. good. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just, the, y- you guys have pretty much said, like, the issues I have with it. So I don't feel like I need to re- reiterate that. Um, but I do agree that the raid layer was a, such a pleasant surprise because a lot of up till now, everyone suspected the raid or something raid like would be like, here's boss one, here's boss two, here's boss three. You did it. Yeah. Congrats. But the raid layer was very much like, here's a puzzle. Here's a, it felt more like dungeon crawling than actual like boss fight boss fight boss fight that's a good way to put it yeah yeah so i re yeah i really like the journey to the last boss the last boss (laughs) itself i have issues with because it's so and it's with any raid boss at this point if you make one mistake it's like all right we gotta wipe Mm -hmm. and i'm like come on like it's just so punishing and I know, yeah. like, once you get to the groove of things, like, I only played through it once. And I'm pretty sure, like, by now, you guys are pretty much pros <laughs> at it. So, <laughs> it's unfortunate. I'm, I'm glad you have that much faith in us. Maria. Yes, yes. I know my clan. They are very good. Um, so, like, it's it just feels very punishing at the end. And it's easy for me to... I guess my attention span or my patience has grown smaller. So it's easy for me to get very frustrated with it. Um, but I do like the journey to the boss fight. Mm-hmm. The boss fight themselves. They are the coolest looking boss ever. Oh my god, I love the way this guy looks. So cool. But the actual fight is very punishing. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of of the, of the, the mind uh, that Callus is extremely punishing. There are yeah, there are things is worse. that will like, just oof. instantly kill you. If you don't kill them within five yeah. seconds, you're done. If someone gets pooped over yeah. the, the ledge, you're done. You can't do anything about that. Uh, in this yeah. one, uh, it's it's punishing in that you need to know the damage output, and you need to maintain that throughout the whole thing. Like I think, I think that's the hardest part about it. For a limited amount of time, you can do damage. You need to do yeah. everything you can. And it becomes extremely unpleasant when, for instance, and I'm not, you know, I'm not listing any sort of things that actually happened to us or anything, but, you know, <laughs> when we come to, like, the last damage phase and we're so close and there's, like, a smidge of health that he has no more damage phase left, so we have to, like, desperately try to whittle down his health, but he's <laughs> so much stronger than us, and we're like, And then he no. shoots the triangles out! And then it's, like, why we're so close and we're still shooting him and it was awful that was a pretty bad moment but i really like everything except for that hey eric definitely sounds like it didn't happen can i can i let you know a worse moment than that is it your left or my left oh my god (laughs) that's a whole separate story regarding communication (laughs) from one person to another 
regarding oh a boss God. that admittedly is a little tricky to determine left <laughs> and right because they are in the center of the area, which I actually don't think is a terribly common thing. I think Golgoroth is like the one that I know of that did something like that. Templar yeah, was kind of yeah. like that. But most cases, they were like that on one section. Like they were one place away from us. Yeah, uh, yeah that's... Uh, yeah, that was a doozy. That was something. Was a but... <laughs> we can laugh about it now. That's what's important. But, yeah. admittedly, <laughs> I'm glad that the clan's been getting a little more into the raids. Uh, recent yeah. months, recent weeks, uh, we went through the raid again. Somebody got the Midnight Coup, which made me really mad. But, whatever. Whatever, you know? What? You got a Ghost Primus. Why I didn't are you get upset? A ghost Primus. I didn't get a Ghost oh. Primus. I was just trying to make a joke about how many ghost promises you have. Uh, what was it called? The one that I actually wanted, Mob Justice, the submachine gun. So I was oh. actually fine with that. But that's a yeah, good one. I really want Midnight Coup. It's really neat looking hand cannon. Anyways, we've been doing a lot more raids recently, <laughs> and it's. Uh, yeah. I hope that we can keep doing that because I really enjoy the raids. They're a lot of fun. So everyone in the community hates Eververse, yeah, right? Yeah, hate Eververse. Yeah. Hashtag delete Eververse is a pretty intense trending thing. It's super trendy to use on any post. If any developer says anything about the game, it's really easy instead of making um, you know, decent critiques to just plop the delete Eververse in there. Um, mm-hmm. Now, some of you might be going to unsubscribe <laughs> or delete this podcast right now because you're probably tired of hearing about delete Eververse, but hey, listen. We got you, okay? Mm. Because today's episode is not about Eververse per se. It also kind of is, though. <laughs> We're going to be going over the relationship uh, between Tess and Fenchurch Everest and how Eververse came to be, not necessarily focusing on the fact that Delete Eververse exists. We're just going to be telling you about that sweet <laughs> lore, plain and simple, not focusing on any of the negatives that the community has hey. going on right now. Okay. Of what Eververse, Tess Everest, Special Orders, and Fenchurch are. Their significance yeah. within the realm. Uh, and when they came to be, which was what? It was like three years ago? It was, it was quite some time yeah, ago. Yeah, maybe a I little less. Was, maybe. Was it, was, did it come with uh, the Taken King? Have, I, yeah. I think it came out. I think she disappeared in the House of Wolves. Yeah. And then came back. And then. The yeah, everyone yeah. was like, where's Tess? Where's Tess? Where's Tess? And now everyone's like. Get, get out of here, yeah. Tess. <laughs> in order to understand Eververse, we have to go back in time and we have to back, learn back, back. about the cool, fun, mysterious Tess Eververse. This is a Tess Eververse. I know what it is. Um, And we know that 
Tess was an Awoken, born in the city, and back in the Destiny 1 days in vanilla Destiny, she was known as the special orders person. So you would go to her if you had, um, like, the, yeah, pre, that's, I was going to say, if you had, like, the legendary edition and, you know, you had some bonuses with that, um, if you had... You know, just various things that you could accumulate over the game. If you had a code, you know, that you had an emblem drop into your postmaster, you could probably get that again through Tess Avarice. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was just holding on to all of the miscellaneous items that kind of didn't have any other place in the world, but were important for you to access. She was like the first kiosk that you kind of got in Destiny, which came later with uh, the House of Wolves and then Taken King further um more for mm, image items like yeah emblem shaders that kind of stuff cosmetics rather than yeah cosmetics that's the word for it mm-hmm. uh special orders yeah there was um, a point though during house of wolves where tess everest kind of um took a break and decided to backpack across Europe, the European dead zone. Yeah. Hitchhike. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I think we should quickly note that uh, Tess Everest did have uh, some chaff in the tower before she left. She was known as the fixer. She was a troubleshooter. Um, she had a lot of connections. If you come to her with a problem, she would likely know someone who could handle it. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. that was, yeah, that she was, was a well-connected person. She was, she was well-connected throughout the realms. Uh, so you go to her with a problem, and she'll arrange something for you, ideally. She was the one who did that. Um, but yeah, she she went packing. She, went she backpacked across the European dead zone. Gotta learn some things. Yeah, yeah, she went on a journey uh, to learn a little more about herself and... You know, everything. Uh, sometimes we just need to take some time away from our busy day to appreciate uh, the husk of the traveler that's just deployed in the in the middle of the European dead zone. Yeah. Um, just all those things, you know? It was nice of her to leave her, like, window open so that people could kick soccer balls into the her place. Yeah, that, oh was, that was the big God. thing, is that everyone just wanted to kick soccer balls into her oh her window, God. and I'm sure, I'm sure she did that on purpose, because she was <laughs> like, the Guardians need something to remember me by. <laughs> so I'm going okay. to give them the best goalpost of their life yeah. before Destiny 2 comes out. It was hard to get in there. <laughs> it really was. But it was. That was where the seventh bowl of glass chest was hidden. Yeah. Her area. Oh man, you yeah. had to get you had to get a ball in there. Yeah, you had to get, see. The thing was, I don't know if anyone accomplished this. I'm sure they did, but in order to get the chest, you need to kick in the soccer ball and then also the purple ball. Yeah, yeah. And the purple ball is the real difficult one. Yeah, <laughs> but that's after you jump on it and then run really fast. That was yeah. Our, that was our guild secret. Like we never told anybody about. Yeah. But now, here you go. Now you know. Time to re-download Destiny 1 if you've deleted it. <laughs> and go do that. And do that, and you'll get that, that last little bit. So, Tess went backpacking mm-hmm. across the European dead zone, right? Yeah. Yes. And she met someone. Mm. <gasps> Whoa. 
probably one of my favorite characters in the Destiny lore. Yeah. Uh, she met Fenchurch. Now, Fenchurch ended up taking her last name, and the reason why they did this is because both of them had a pendant, a, a silver, a silver pendant, <laughs> right? That, um, you know, looked exactly the same, and they were, were both carrying. Well, so some some little little knowledge on silver because yeah. it's very topical now. Uh, <laughs> silver is golden age cryptocurrency, so you know Bitcoin and that kind of stuff. It, it's a similar thing, except in this case, it was a physical manifestation of cryptocurrency, which is you know like an engram in that respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this cryptocurrency had a key that was a identifier to its owner. Um, in this case, both of them have the owners of believed to be their the grandmother of Tess Everest, which would maybe mean that Fenchurch, who had this thing since he was first res, uh, they must be, because he is also an Awoken, he's an Awoken warlock, they must be relatives. Yeah, he is. And he took an immediate liking to that, uh, quickly taking on her surname and re- Sort of referring to her as a long lost niece kind of character. Yeah. The so good family. Story. Imagine this is like a perfect movie. Like Tess Everest backpacks across the European <laughs> dead zone, and on her way, she finds something more than just, you know, the enlightenment that comes with travels. She found <laughs> family. <laughs> <laughs> she found a pair of pants that fits everyone in the group. Yeah, and Fenchurch had those. <laughs> yes. Because, Fenchurch of course, he did. Fenchurch is an eccentric artist. So, of course, he's going to have golden age technology that is pants that fits whoever wears them. Does that mean yeah. he has leggings? Oh, I mean, listen. We'll get into Fen- Fenchurch's wardrobe <laughs> in a little bit. There's supposed there's possibly an image. Uh, so... When when uh, Everest ever wow now I'm doing it uh, when Tess Everest uh, stepped away towards the end of her holiday uh, there was a, a release of a number of postcards uh, from uh, Ben Church to Tess um, detailing his adventures and one of them uh, each of them have really beautiful images I think I suggest you look them up because they're real pretty. Uh, but one of them has what is believed to be Fenchurch, just sipping some tea. Yeah, uh, he's wearing, he like, a big hat and cowboy we- boots and, like, very <laughs> nice pants. He's wearing a look, and it the look immediately says, not a warlock, and it's great. And I, I really dig Fenchurch defying social norms of no rogues. <laughs> oh, she moment. does not Cowboy even boots, care. Cowboy hat, tea, somehow through the, the That's not the even, <laughs> that looks like, you know, those hats, that hat he's wearing kind of reminds me of, like, if you've ever watched Monty Python, the, like, Spanish, it's a sun hat. The Spanish <laughs> yeah. Inquisition hat. What's, what's it yeah. called? 
Oh my gosh. Oh man, I don't remember. I don't know, but <laughs> but it's like it's a, a wide brimmed yeah, hat. hat. It's a look. It's I mean, look. all of these images feature mm-hmm. Fenchurch in a look. Those are definitely leggings. Yeah. Yeah. It's a look. Um, but yeah. Uh, Together they form Eververse. <laughs> is the moral of the story. Uh, while she's away, she establishes connections with her many other connections. She establishes a shop front where Fenchurch, the exiled warlock, uh, is able to create and sell his wares. Uh, it's it's notable. Uh, Eververse is particularly notable because it is a place for. It's it's more. It emphasizes the look more than the function. You know, it's form over function in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that in this modern age, things are too drab, dead orbit. Like we heard some dead orbit quotes. They're just like depressing. We need to spice things up a little bit and throw in some extra things, some emotes, that kind of stuff. Uh, and that is the establishment of Eververse, which uses silver, the cryptocurrency, and silver dust, which is the remnants of this cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Uh, still rather valuable stuff um, as their storefront. This is the establishment of the first little boxes and stuff like that, and it was great. And we all got some stuff and did some sweet dances. Oh man, I remember the day. Oh man, I don't remember that what was it. the fancy dances were first introduced. Ben Church Everest, like, implanted these crazy dances in our brains. Yeah, and Guardians <laughs> lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I just remember that. I think. Taken King came out very it, it came out close ish to October mm-hmm. which um when Taken King came out they did a mm-hmm. festival of the lost and yeah. everyone had to have the thriller dance I mean oh, oh man it was oh the thriller dance was you incredible. had to have it you had to have it that's what oh. I like about um the emotes though is that they introduced dances that are widely known or at least they are mainstream at the time and then they'll call them something else for copyright mm-hmm. reasons so i don't remember i think maybe the thriller dance was like a zombie, sp- dance? zombie dance or like spooky it was the zombie dance it was a zombie, it was a zombie, dance. It was a zombie dance and then like that one like all the time yeah. yeah, and then I did the Hotline Bling dance, and then it was called like <laughs> something else. But that one came out during um, the the Valentine's Day event, mm-hmm. so I was just like, "Yeah, Hotline Bling dance," and then that was like my permanent dance for so good Destiny Two. Thank you, Tess, for yeah. teaching me some slick moves. Yeah, so Fenchurch is this interesting figure and one of my deep hopes yeah most profound like deep to my core hopes is yeah. that we run into Fenchurch oh, that at would some be point so on good. our travels um because god would i love to 
like show up to Jupiter and <laughs> like peer over a cliff and just see this figure wearing a broad brimmed hat and like this red puffy jacket with like a blue bow on his arm and heavy gloves and leggings and a cowboy hat or uh, cowboy boots mm-hmm. just sipping tea like looking at me I can like, imagine that's all I can ask for. All I, I I can picture that as well, except he's on one of those like ratty lawn chairs. Like pool yes. pool chairs, and then there's like an umbrella right there, and he's just like waiting. Oh, hey, Guardian, yeah. I see you found my spot. Yeah. This is my chill hangout spot. I'm an NPC now. I really want if we do end up meeting Fenchurch, if he and if they end up being like a character in destiny that we meet the obvious route for his voice would be like kind of a a british type eccentric kind of voice you know you can say alan tuyuk if you want (laughs) i wasn't gonna go there but yeah sure throw him in there just (laughs) throw him in there let him let him do it but i was gonna say like it'd be nice if we got something like straight like we weren't expecting it at all. Like you know, like Alan Tudyk. What was like a really thick Texan accent? Oh my god, that'd be so good. Well, howdy there, Guardian. Yeah. I'm just saying. I was like hoping that. to see you around these parts soon. <laughs> it's me, Fanchurch. He he's certainly a very interesting character. Uh, he is known as an infamously eccentric artist, designer, explorer, and guardian pretty long list more than more than we got going on honestly now business partner <laughs> uh he collects various golden age antiques and fabricates uses for them uh things such as chroma which was an illumination system that was brought forward with the april update I think it was the april update yeah after mm-hmm. taking king uh and that was pretty neat uh but he's also known for making a number of bold, bold claims. Ooh. Yes. Yes, Romeo. Bold. Uh, bold. It's okay. <laughs> bold claims uh, regarding his activities. The validity of them is not yet verified. Yeah. Um, uh. I might as well start with one of them. I I've, I've put a list here. Uh, you guys can read through. There's also stuff there. But the first one is not fully detailed, but he is exiled from the tower, which is a pretty serious offense. I feel but like it was all due to some undisclosed event that was all for good fun at the expense of Zavala. It seems to be. Particular. I feel so, like what happened was here's what ha- happened. Here's what ha- happened. You know those pranks that people do when they knit sweaters for trees, right? They like broke into yarn Zav- bombing. Yeah, they broke into Zavala's private stash of yarn, and they yard bombed the tower. And Zavala's like, "My merino wool." 
<laughs> Can you imagine like Zavala Zavala wakes up and like goes to work and the entire like commanding table is is just like coated like Cade's map is covered in the wool like you walk down the way and Eris's spooky pot is covered in the- wool yeah and instead spooky of like her her what was it? Her flag in the background. Instead of the flag, yeah. it's just been replaced with like a giant blanket, but it has her symbol on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Zavala wasn't too pleased with that. My so he got banished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to do this next ones. one. It's my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Let's go for it. So, my my good boy Fenchurch claims to have been inside the Traveler, which is a goal that we all have, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. I feel like... I think it's a little easier now. It's easier yeah. now, but I feel like back in the day, it wasn't that hard either. There was a giant hole at the bottom of the Traveler. But I don't think you're allowed to go in there. Yeah, when he managed... yeah I think that's yeah. like a he, faux he pas. Says, he says that it smells like vanilla in there. Um... So I'm kind of just wondering what the shard of the traveler smells like. Is well, it like? I think that it smells of vanilla, because the traveler, all these many years, has been baking the perfect batch of chocolate chip vanilla cookies. Oh, just the Ooh. perfect batch. What are chocolate? Unfortunately, unfortunately, the shard does not smell like that because it's been, you know, it's but somewhere else. And then when Gaul shows up to try to steal those cookies, it's like, uh-uh. And it explodes all. It was never about the light. It was yeah. always it's about, about the, the cookies. cookies. Goods. I've never had a chocolate chip vanilla cookie. That sounds amazing. Well, that's most of them. I, I, the, the dough is typically flavored with vanilla. Oh. A small then you can See, also I don't get vanilla bake, chocolate so. chips in there. Yeah. That like too. white chocolate chips yeah. would yeah. be really good. There you go. Like Maybe that's what it uh, is. It, it's the perfect light cookie because it's white chocolate gotcha. with vanilla. Gotcha. Oh, damn. I Maybe completely pistachios. blanked on and what pistachios a Eric. cookie was. <laughs> but yes, he claims it smells of vanilla. This was on a, a mask that we made for uh, the Festival of the Lost, the first one. Maybe the second one, too. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. one, I believe. A little bit of a quote from him. And what a good quote it is. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's good. <laughs> what other things you've been up to, Maria? He Thanks. met he met some uh folks. Um Fenchurch met a settlement of of beings or people, who knows, who communicate purely by gestures. Gestures? I can't yes. say, jesters. That would be can't yes. say the word. More wild. Very wild. Jesters. <laughs> so they they had sign language, I guess. I guess yeah. sign language, or maybe they just did that grease. Um, you know the hand jive. They just did the hand jive all the time. Who knows? Um, Romeo knows. <laughs> it, it was believed that they were so worried about being heard uh, by the enemy that they communicated through gestures. Yeah. Purely do that. Which was an interesting concept. And somehow Fenchurch embodied that and captured their dances 
in Ngram and then sent them off to test somehow. I have no idea how you do that. I think it's weirdly like, I don't know, when I think of learning dances, I think of like neuromods. Oh. Think of Not what? necessarily like getting they stabbed in the eyeball. In this world. <laughs> but like, oh, prey. Oh, yeah. From Prey, yeah. from the Prey game, yeah, like yeah. the concept of a neuromod is that like blah, blah. They, they beyond the beyond the gross thing, but they <laughs> they manipulate your brain so you can learn a skill that you didn't know before. Yeah, which would explain why you can like instantly forget it and learn something else. Too. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. What else? <laughs> um. um Tiger oh man. wow, Here's Tiger Man! Here's a good one. Uh, clearly a reference to an, an earlier build, but he will be remembered. Uh, Tiger Man mask, which is the mask that I usually ran with, uh, has a little bit of flavor text that says that Benchurch met a Tiger Man in a Vex Complex portal, eh. another world, probably in the Infinite Forest. Honestly, and I mean like. Wouldn't that be a wild meeting? <laughs> Can you imagine? That? I can't. I I don't know. Well, I'm, I just have so many questions. Is it like the head of a tiger, the body of a man? Is it the body yeah. of? Is no, I'm talking about like tiger head and then man flesh, like pink skin yeah. body of a pink man. Skin. Just a tiger head. Yeah, just a tiger head. If you watch anime, you know exactly what type of yeah. weird characters there are in that anime show. Anyways, um, or are they talking like an anthrop... I can't say this word. Anthropomorphic? Anthropomorphic. Tiger man. Like an actual tiger that can stand on two legs and has like you know, fur everywhere. Or is it like, yeah. I don't know. So many questions. This is referring to the April Fool's joke Yeah, that <laughs> is very strongly beloved, or at least I love it, where they talked about how there was another race in the game that never made it, which was the Tiger Man who was brave and strong, and then they got this guy to dress up in tiger makeup, and they did, like, fake mocap <laughs> sessions with him. Oh, and it's it's just a really, really so good, good thing. But Fenchurch claims to have met one of these Tiger Men somewhere in a Vex, a, a Vex Conflux portal. So that's, awesome. that's actually Tiger Man is the secret level... In Curse of Osiris, um, you actually ah, get yeah. to meet Tiger Man in the Infinite Forest, just like. What that? <laughs> oh my god! I wish that... you don't even get to see him. <laughs> he's like silhouetted, like there's a bright light, it's... and he's like silhouetted, yeah. and you can like see the shape of. And like, then he like a ti- you're like, is that a tiger? man <laughs> and then he like gets on all fours no 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 he like turns sprints. around he does like a half turn and then does like a thumbs up yeah and then yeah! just like keeps walking <laughs> and then inspirational music plays yeah and then the credits roll even and then like still it's playing. and then it's like blinding flash of white <laughs> and then you're just like what did, what is happening that is exactly what that like, is did you get that did you, did you record that? And the ghost is like, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Uh, record what? what? Record what? And you're the like, data damn it. all corrupted. The end. Damn it. 
it's a very, very brilliant story. That's a good Tiger one. Man. That's a good one. They need to bring Tiger Man back. Oh, man. Hashtag 2018, bring Tiger, Tiger Man, Man back. 2018's the year of the Tiger Man. What else did he do? Kelly? Well, he claims to have reinvented Chroma, which mm-hmm. we talked about a little earlier. Um, it's not in Destiny 2 yet. I don't know if they're going to bring it back. Pers- I don't think they will. Personally, I, I didn't really use it. Personally, oh, I used it a whole lot. I, I used it a lot. I just wish that it was less clunky. It took up a lot of inventory space. Yeah. Uh, and only certain gears used it. Uh, I would prefer them to make it so that there's ornaments on everything first. Yeah. And then incorporate that into ornaments if they're going to do that. But, but yeah, he, uh, he, you know, just revived some Golden Age technology. Because mm-hmm. he can. He's eccentric. Yeah, he's fun. Hey, the more I think about him, the more I really want him to have a Texan accent. I don't, see? Yeah. See? The more I think about it, the more I'm just like, that. it just has to happen. It has to happen. This one's for you, Eric. Yeah. Okay. I might as well say this one. <laughs> I feel like you would like the next one, uh, Maria. Hell yeah. Uh, he is known as a very talented SRL racer. Before SRL even came out, apparently. Uh, on the record book, he has a little bit of a, he has a little quote that says, ah, oh, you came real close to beating my record. <laughs> like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he claims to be a very talented racer, at the very least. And I mean, it makes sense, since he has, like, all the barrels, so. I don't know, maybe he's holding off on, like, the really good one. <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> maybe he can land, like, a triple corkscrew while jumping up. Oh and then also God. do like the weird like kick off the things and like a fist pump and he's like you know he's doing all sorts of stuff with his giant hat which gives him some more air yeah you know, it keeps him in the air a little yeah longer. yeah you know how like everyone got foiled by that forklift Fenchurch <laughs> Fenchurch <laughs> used the forklift to his advantage oh man he. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, That's <laughs> stupid forklift. That forklift oh, just the so bad. <laughs> so bad. All no, right. Yep. Last but not least, Fenchurch attended quite the soiree, much <laughs> to his ghost's displeasure. Also, his ghost has the most adorable name ever, Neville. Sweet, sweet Neville. This is another reason I feel like Neville is very, I don't know, Southern, I guess. I don't know. I just, any, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, he needs to have a Texan accent. It just, it has to be. Nice to see you again, Guardian. (laughs) This year's my ghost, Neville. This year's Neville. Neville. (laughs) Um,. But yeah, he he went to an inhospitable soiree. I guess it would have been inhospitable to guardians. So he had to assume a fake identity, and he did so by wearing a mask. So it was like a masquerade type thing. And he even got to dance 
with a fallen captain. Dance! With a fallen captain. And wouldn't that be wild? That was that was probably yeah. like some crazy shenanigans. Like yeah. Neville was hidden under his hat, and then anytime he had to communicate with the fallen, Neville would just do like the sounds of the fallen. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It, 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 Neville, if you've seen Home Alone, Neville was the recorder <laughs> that he had that he would use to dupe the. The, the the hotel people were thinking it was Father's Day, and that's what Neville did. Yeah. He played the, the fallen bass, but slowed down a little bit, so it's a little more menacing at times. Mm. Whoa. Faster to make it just, you know, a little better. And they're like, why are you saying these things? And why is it in a weird tone every time? I don't care. You're a lovely dancer. You're a lovely Yeah, that's probably exactly how it went, yeah. honestly. I bet. Yeah, we have a depiction of that in one of the postcards. Yeah. It's really fabulous. Great. We also have a depiction of Fenchurch in some kind of space suit. Space. Uh, floating around either Saturn or some other ringed planet, uh, reaching for a glowy thing. <laughs> and then, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. yeah. And then we have, we have um, an image, I guess it could be Fenchurch either in a ship or on land. But there's a really interesting clunker ship that I wish I had. Mm-hmm. It looks uh, like a bus, like a bus. It does. It looks like a really great space bus. Yeah. Well, there's there there was like a card that he was like, "Oops, I crash landed on Mars or something," and then oh my I'm god, like I got all these sparrows. I'm just gonna make a ship out of them. Oh my god, it reminds me of a tuk tuk. Oh my god. Yeah, tuk tuk. It does. Thanks, <laughs> Here's where Fenchurch is. I know where he is now. It all makes sense. Where? He's at Mars, but like, mm-hmm. so we're going to go to Mars in the next DLC, right? If you don't know, yeah. by now, it's Mars. And we're going to like crest upon a crater. And at the very bottom of the crater, it's just like this giant rally and a sparrow rally just sparrows <laughs> everywhere it's like a bus stop or a truck stop but just mm-hmm. filled with sparrows and they're all his and they're all his and you're just like oh what a cool and he's like don't touch it don't touch it nope, nope. that's mine hey, on them. Yep. can i tell you a story about fenchurch that i just made up go for okay. it so I'm looking at my bird right now. <laughs> so, everyone says that that shard of the traveler was shed during the collapse, right? Uh-huh. In the European dead zone. Mm-hmm. But actually, Fenchurch Everest attempted to free climb the traveler. Uh-huh. And he, like, saw this bit mm. where he just reached his hand in there mm. just right. And then it cracked and just fell. <laughs> and that's why he was exiled. That's why he was exiled. And that's why he also has been inside the Traveler. There you yeah. go. It all yeah. works out. It's all coming together. Yeah, so Fenchurch Everest was actually responsible for, for shedding that chart of the Traveler that is in the European Dead Zone. Because he was trying to get those sweet cookies. What a character. I mean... He probably uh, got an invitation from the traveler that was like, "Hey, I made some 
cool cookies and like you wanna try them? Like Osiris is like cool and all, but I, I feel like you're a cooler warlock, so like can you try them? Please? <laughs> <laughs> I trust your discerning palate. <laughs> there you go. Also mm -hmm. I know I know why Osiris is bald. Yeah. Because he wears what? an eagle hood, so you know, bald eagles, bald man. He's proud to be an American. Oh my god, but he's not. <laughs> uh, but he's not. No. <laughs> it's, it's certainly... What else has Fenchurch done? Uh, quite a lot that he hasn't discussed. He's, I mean, I just said met... that he shed the traveler bit. He's met, what else? he's met the nine. Okay. Uh -huh. He's met each of them. And yeah. he... He's uh, pen pals with all of them, and he sends them little pebbles. I don't know why, but that's what they want. They want little pebbles from everywhere. A variety of pebbles. Yeah. Um, I heard a story that he actually okay. has a 6420. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's actually Ava Levante's 6420. Yeah, and she can't find it. <laughs> and she can't find it because Fenchurch, before being exiled from the tower, yeah, just snagged it. Trip, took it. So he was going to work with it and, come and bring it back to her, but he got exiled too quickly. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> He's backpack. I heard he was backpacking with Ava now. Oh, good for them. Good for them. I hope Ava Levante yeah. comes back. And has something to do with all the shaders that they have currently. Cause Can you imagine been... backpacking with Fenchurch? I'm just thinking about that. Backpacking with Fenchurch? I, I'm pretty sure. I feel like he has a bag of holding and yeah. he can like pull out a magnificent mansion and like have a boiling kettle and just be like, yes, it's time for tea, y'all. That's exactly how that works. I got here a nice uh, oolong, <laughs> a hand rolled jasmine. I heard, I heard that Fenchurch modified all helmets to have like a little nozzle for a straw to go in, so you can drink tea out in the field. Oh my god! Fenchurch made that for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first thing that he was known for. And then on the side, he sells. Vanilla scented traveler um, car oh. car ornaments. <gasps> okay, I got another one. Yeah. They want to tell you that it was Zavala okay. that exiled. Uh -huh. Okay. But it was actually Osiris uh -oh. before he was exiled because Fenchurch started moving into the sneaker business. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, and like dangerous. as we all know that like Osiris has these sick kicks and he has wheelies and and air pumps, the pumped up kicks oh, that help you man. run from, from the bullets. bullets. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> And Fenchurch was like, Oh, I'm gonna put like chroma on my shoes and I'm gonna like no, you know, no, no, they're no, gonna no. be like hover shoes, and Osiris was like, "You're out, you're exiled. This is my business." He, this is what was happening, right? There were two kiosks right across from each other. Okay. Osiris was in one, Fenchurch was in the other one. Fenchurch mm. was selling these blinged out cowboy boots. I mean, bedazzled 
too, like every inch bedazzled. And then mm. Osiris was on the other side selling his pumped up kicks. No one cared about that. They weren't bedazzled, right? They didn't yeah. shine. It like doesn't a... matter how well they help you run from the bullets. Exactly. They gotta be bedazzled. Exactly. So then Osiris was like, it's time to eliminate the competition. But maybe he did bring them back um, for Trials of Osiris and Destiny 1 because there was that really nice pair. Or maybe he was inspired. Yeah. It was that really nice pair of Warlock I mean, he's, boots he's from a, Trials Fenchurch, that were bedazzled yeah. cowboy boots. Fenchurch was exiled, so like, there's no such thing as like plagiarism or copyright infringement Obviously, when you're yeah. exiled. So he's just like, I'm just going to take this uh, idea right here. Look at these boots. I totally did it. These are my boots. It was me. It was me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Cyrus. Yeah, so those are... Um, Couple of wow. Fenchurch would be really fun to play Two Truths and a Lie with. Oh, God. <laughs> what is the truth with him? My goodness. You never know. You never know. Also... I have trouble finding a lie. I really like it how, like... Almost every eccentric character in Destiny is a warlock. Don't even come at me with that. No, and I mean that. I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a good way. Like the most memorable characters are warlocks. Name one memorable hunter that isn't Kate Six. Galleon. There you go. Yeah, y'all did it. You got me. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. But still, I think about Galleon a lot. I think about Gellian all the time. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just feel like the eccentric ones, the ones that get on your nerves, the ones that um, leave a lasting impression, I feel like those are entitled, like, warlocks are those characters. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows what will happen in DLC Maybe. Destiny 2. On a Bray is going to pop out of nowhere voiced by alan tujic i don't know <laughs> excellent rasputin was also voiced by alan tujic who knows charlemagne's in there alan tujic's in there god damn it bungie give me my alan tujic voice please don't worry they've collected most of them from firefly yeah oh god just do it also bungie you did a dirty you can't sell the poncho in the bungee store and not oh. give it to my guardian. Yeah. You thought I wouldn't mention the poncho? I'm mentioning the poncho. There is a beautiful poncho in the bungee store sold there. Hawthorne's poncho. And I'm just like, I want one for my guardian, Des- Bungie. I want one for my guardian. It looks pretty chill. I want it. I love it. So good. I bet Fenchurch... Is the one with all the oh my god, he Fed has Church them. created the first poncho <laughs> for hunters, but he was exiled before he could give it out to them. Before he could give his gifts to the world. Ugh. Yeah, they're like, no, that was that was also on the list of things that like. He, he totally. This is what happened. This is what happened. All right, he got all exiled. Right, he got exiled. Go. He's walking right. in the European dead zone. He meets right. a young civilian who refuses to go to the city because of reasons her name is hawthorne and he was like you know what you need this sick poncho that those undeserving assholes don't deserve (laughs) (laughs) 
says there's a, there's a thousand and one uses for a poncho, just like a towel. And here you go. And here you and go. Passes it on to them. Yep. Wow. That's exactly. I can't believe Venture Cheveris is actually from Hitchhiker's Guide <laughs> to the Galaxy. It's just a towel for your shoulders. Yeah. Oh God. The poncho. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You're so right. So that was oh, the man. that is the two sides, the two known sides of uh, Eververse, as it is today. He is still a supplier, and she is still the store owner. She has quite a lot to say in this new one. Uh, by the way, I wish she had more to say. She yeah, yes. has a lot the same over and over. <laughs> She's like, and I. Like Fenchurch sent her too much of something, and she just had Needless to, send- to say, "I sent the whole shipment back to Fenchurch." Yeah, and I'm just like, "What was it? What was it?" All ponchos, um, ponchos. Ah! just all ponchos. All ponchos. It was all ponchos. It was all of the ponchos. Regardless, I hope Fenchurch makes it into Destiny. Yeah, wholesale as like an actual character, as an NPC. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. He does like Greek, like we meet him doing Greek lightning. He's like slowly coming towards us, like snapping oh. his fingers. Oh, <laughs> like what? Greek lightning, like from a really far distance. Okay, okay. Greek yeah. lightning. Okay. And then he, he's like so close to us, and he's like, "Howdy, y'all! I'm Fenchurch." And you're like, "Bitch, ah. here's my goat, Neville." And here's the Jesus, tiger man. <laughs> I mean, like he'd be a and this is my boyfriend. <laughs> the if they if they make changes to Eververse, he'd be a pretty useful character to use. I mean, like, yeah, if they make drastic, yeah, if they make drastic changes to Eververse and they want to implement lore to the drastic changes, then yeah, mm-hmm. bring back either Ava Levante or Fenchurch. They're gonna or they're both. gonna delete Tess Everest. And they're just gonna put Fenchurch in it's there. Pretty a, much. It's the only difference. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's different about it? I don't understand. Oh no. And then Tess Everest takes off her mask and it's just Fenchurch there. There you go. <laughs> it's just Fenchurch under there, and he's like, Howdy. It's Got what's me. up, Guardian? This entire time. He sent the whole ship. <laughs> but I brought it back. Here's the poncho. Ah! Goodness. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy with that. I trade Tess for a poncho. Whoa. Damn, Maria. I'm desperate for a poncho. Whoa. <laughs> Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Anna Bray, give me my poncho, anyways. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that, that'd be the, the logical progression of things. Yeah. Oh my god. But that is the fun story of how Tess met her supposed uncle, Fenchurch, and together they started a business using cryptocurrency. And I mean, the values always change in them, uh, right? Anyway, sorry. As someone who has money in there, yeah, all the time. <laughs> oh my god, it's like Bitcoin. Uh, okay, anyway. You can just watch Thank your you. money go away slowly, anyways. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, yeah. you? Who? 
Charlie. <laughs> Whoa. Charlie's going to be real amazed by that. How you doing, Charlie? Georgina. Me too, Georgina. <laughs> My goodness. Thank you for listening. Everyone else as well. Not just you two. I didn't forget about you, Anne. <laughs> It's going somewhere. I don't know where. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Hangar Lounge. Thank you for your patience with our brief break. We will be making episodes once a month now. And they're going to be so good. We had to shake off the cobwebs a little bit for this one. Mm. But yeah. uh, hey. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Remember to rate on iTunes, or I don't know if rating systems exist on other <laughs> areas, but you can do that too. I don't know. Word of mouth would be great. Uh, recommend us if you enjoyed this. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where can where can the people find us? Um, under a giant pile of ponchos. Also, uh, on our True. Twitter <laughs> at. Hanger Lounge on Twitter, on Twitter, at Hanger Lounge. You can also find us on our website, thehangerloungepodcast.com, and contact us there, and contact us on Twitter, and, you know, ask us random questions like, what else do you think Fenchurch is up to? What do you think Ava Levante is up to? Or you can suggest to us episodes that you might want to listen to, or topics you might want to listen to. I recommend, in terms of episodes, listen to all of them. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's a good, it's a good choice. Mm-hmm. You should listen to all of them, regardless. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you want to yeah, recommend yeah. us topics or ask us anything, we will, we will speak the words and release the podcast and do the thing. I'm bad and with words. That's, that's how it's done, <laughs> everyone. Got it. Everyone. That's how you do it. All right. Well, that's how we're ending the episode. Yep. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. So much. Thank you. <laughs>